welcome back to the Tenfold Podcast. Woohoo! We are Tori and, and Alex, and we're two Canadian sisters who have lived around the world and are now settled in the beautiful Gold Coast, Australia, and building our tenfold lives. Yeah, and we're constantly on a path to keep our living our lives tenfold. And yeah, so this past week has been a big week for us. We left our original Gold Coast apartment, Kulamara. Yeah, if anyone follows us on Instagram, it's at tenfold underscore, T-N-F-L-D underscore. Yeah. Uh, you'll, you can see like just these beautiful pictures, house porn pictures of our it apartment. Just basically. our like dream manifestation beachside pad <laughs> yeah that just kind of fell into our lap I feel like when we first arrived here uh and was somehow affordable too yeah listen to our episode that's like we're back live from the gold coast I think it's episode six or something like yeah, that yeah yeah because that tells the whole story of how we found the apartment <laughs> and yeah so last week was our last week in the apartment and then Friday we had to move out and got yeah. the cleaners and all that kind of stuff but we had such a beautiful morning it was so nice so my partner and I spent the night like camping out in the front room. Mm. So we like watched the moon come up and then we watched the sun come up in the morning with the sun. Mm. Well, he was doing <laughs> <laughs> just like put a blanket over his head and tried to sleep in because we haven't had any sleep the last few weeks. But I was up. I arrived at like five. I think I left my place at 430 because I was yeah. like, I want to see one last Later, sunrise. He was like, what time did Tori come in? I said like, five. <laughs> like what? Um, but then, yeah, Tori and I love doing that. So, yeah, the sunrise is at what, like 5.30-ish or something? I think it's at 5-ish now. It's pretty early. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, so we watched the sunrise. Then we went to, or we actually just like moved more furniture yeah. and stuff that was like <laughs> left over. And then we went to Paddock Bakery and mm. got like almond croissants like and what did you and get I got a, a cinnamon donut a hot cinnamon yeah. donut like, like fresh, fresh out of the, the fryer oven. yeah mm. it's a fryer isn't fryer it <laughs> i try <laughs> to make it sound healthier yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be if, if anyone if you look up paddock bakery it's all instagram food porn porn yeah. yeah so basically we were just pulling out all the stops for ourselves and then we went for a swim mm -hmm. and the water was so gorgeous Beautiful that day like perfect water when you're in the ocean is when it's a little bit wild but not so wild that it feels dangerous yeah so, there's not that heaviness to it it's yeah like playful waves it's like that, waves that are fun to yeah. ride and splash around in and it feels uh, like the feel water like level is high away. enough too yeah. so that you can get wet and float around you mm -hmm. don't but it's not too high it's not too crazy or anything so yeah it was just perfect and actually it's so funny because i love trying to surf like body surf waves and stuff yeah. and then now that i'm pregnant it's so weird because you don't have this don't yeah you actually can't do that with the belly like you're just gonna hit the bottom of the floor you don't you don't realize like how far it yeah. sticks out or it's it's really strange but that morning was perfect because the water level was, was high enough, enough and i didn't yeah. yeah i didn't have to think about it so but yeah it was, was it was very bittersweet like i feel i had a lot of different emotions where i felt that sadness i felt really leaving. sad the last yeah. two days before we left when i drove away i almost cried but then i also felt the excitement of the next chapter and something yeah. new mm -hmm. and it just reminded me too we did um an article a while ago about moving when we moved up to the gold coast and that roller coaster of emotions that you feel and this wasn't as big of a move but it felt it still felt big in a lot of ways and we still went through that whole range and I'm already on the other side of it now, though, which is a good reminder yeah. that I already am like, oh, I feel sad. I feel nice. But you have to go through that processing of those emotions because there is a bit of a grief with any move because you're like, 
grieving a certain life so. that you had. And us not living together, it's a big yeah, deal. Yeah, we've been we living together, together for, for five, years. Four years? Yeah. Four years now. So, yeah, it's a big deal. Mm. Uh, but we're both moving on to very exciting things. So, yeah, we're currently recording this in my new room in my house. Yeah, <laughs> we tried to record in my new room in my house yesterday, <laughs> but I have no furniture. So, it was too, like just echoey. a big echo. Yeah, so hopefully this one is better. But you might also hear some dog barkings because I'm living with two dogs now, which is really yeah. nice. Um, and yeah, I'm feeling settled and I'm feeling good. And I know you're loving your place, even though it's still under works, but it's looking amazing. The top floor is almost done being renoed. So we've moved upstairs finally. We yeah. slept on our bed for the first and time. Make last sure night. you watch our stories because Alex is documenting all of her renos. Yeah. So again, at TNFLD underscore. And I've got like a little renos highlight if you want to go through and see everything. And then I think we'll probably be doing rentals like in phase one until december when we have family coming up to visit and family and friends but uh i'm gonna also start doing decorating and stuff so that decorating will be like november-ish yeah december and i'm so excited to see the be final product and i love this is like DIY your dream you've always too. been wanting to really like do your own place yeah and, and now you're really finally i realize this is the first time i really get to do something other than a bedroom too yeah that's huge it's going to be awesome. Although I can't actually do anything except our bedrooms right now. <laughs> the living room is going to be a mess for a while. But yeah, if you like renovations, then definitely tune in. Okay, so today's podcast. It's a good one, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's about dating. Yeah, well, you're off the market now, but I'm back on the dating market. <laughs> and I was not very long ago not yeah. on the dating market. So when we first moved here, Alex and I both made relationships and like find meeting people a priority so we were very much on this like path of figuring out online dating in a way or trying to do it a way that was well, just sustainable to have for us fun and learn yeah. what it's about and and i think also looking back now on our city time i don't know if we said this in the last one it it was like kind of sex in the city-ish it was so we sure. really had adventures and we went out every weekend we had huge groups of friends we did and dating apps definitely like played a part in that oh yeah that's when i really like i don't feel like i really even dated that much in canada really mainly when i came to australia is when i started actively dating and going on real dates i also came to australia off of a 10 year relationship ending and then a one-year relationship mm -hmm. ending right after a rebound yeah. so for me it was the first time i'd ever dated at all and Right when I arrived in Australia, Tinder came out, I think, or at least it became more, more mainstream. Yeah. And I remember me and two other girls sitting in this girl's living room. And it was I think it was like the first week I was here, second week I was here or something. <laughs> and being like, what is this? And thinking it was so scary but fun but like yeah. weird to download it and, and see. And feeling like the first person you swiped on was the biggest deal in the world. I was insane. So I started after i finished law school because in uni and school you just you're around so many people your age and stuff it just was never even a thing we thought about or considered and then i finished law school and moved back home and was working and wanted to have a life <laughs> and, and date essentially uh, but i remember i was the same i was with my law school friends we were like before a night out and i downloaded it and then i felt so much anxiety because i was like if i swipe on someone it means i like them like oh my god and it felt so intense um and yeah, I was just like terrified. And then I think they made me a profile on Plenty of Fish, but online, oh, like actually like on the computer. That, yeah. yeah. Um, and I actually started dating through that. I didn't start dating through Tinder. I started through Plenty of Fish. Yeah. 
which is pretty funny. <laughs> so Tinder and Bondi was because Bondi is so small, right? Yeah. So I remember I I think I was talking to like two different people or something, and yeah, it just I think you had more like reverence for it because it felt more it felt serious like a serious yeah yeah. like you were gonna get caught out if you did something (laughs) wrong or something but um I was talking to this guy in Bondi and it seemed okay and he was like cute and British and all this stuff and then he was going to Beach Road this like big bar that's really fun to go to on a Wednesday (laughs) night and so he asked me for my number and I sent him my number and stuff but then he never texted me or called me and I went out to Beach Road with my friends and I actually think I ran into two people. So I talk, I think there were two different guys I was talking to. <laughs> and then one of them came up to me at Beach Road. This guy, this like tennis, Italian tennis player or something. Oh, it's such and, a Bondi. <laughs> uh, yeah. And he was, he was really cute, but he was too, I thought he was too tall. I was so picky, like right then too. I was in a weird space. I didn't actually want a relationship. And I felt really uncomfortable because I didn't know how to get out of it. And yeah. then I saw the other guy that had asked me for my number but hadn't written me back or anything and he weirdly came up to my friend like when we were dancing and tried to dance with her and I thought it was so strange because I remember thinking does he know it's me does he like know who I am (laughs) and I thought he was kind of douchey like he seemed kind of like a finance douche kind of guy and then it's funny that you can even think those things, especially because I feel like we are very unique looking that it's like I I know I'm always like does he see me (laughs) do I exist And then, um, and then I went home and I remember I checked my Tinder to see if he had somehow written me. And when I looked at it, I realized that I had sent him the wrong number. So (laughs) my number with one digit different, which must've been some sort of subconscious. And then he must've texted me and gotten some thing and then thought I was a douche. And yeah. And then it was so funny because I felt bad about that. And because Bondi is so small, I saw him around for the next five years, probably like once or twice on the bus or something like that and like from afar and just also thought I I wonder if he even knows who I am or mm. whatever and then before we left for the Gold Coast we went <laughs> out was it with Malin was yeah, Malin? yeah. At the she. we went out to the she for something one night I think it was Mardi Gras oh yeah I think it might have been and so we went out and everyone was dressed in Hawaiian Hawaiian shirts I think yeah and then Someone just came up and grabbed me and kissed me on the dance floor <laughs> at the sheaf. And I was like, what? And then it was him. It was that guy. And it was so funny because this was like five years later. And then I remember, I think I was with Mullen and we had just been like walking through the crowd. Yeah. And she was like, what the? F-? And I, it was like, yeah, okay, why not? <laughs> because I I'm thought, pretty sure then Mal and I were just like watching you from afar. Yeah. And like, what? Because I thought, oh, this is so funny because I always felt kind of guilty about yeah. that and about how, like, what the misinterpretation of that would have yeah. been and thought it was really funny. And then I think he was really drunk. I don't even think we were really drunk, but yeah. I just kissed him and then I was like, I have to go to the bathroom or whatever <laughs> you say. And then I just left. Um, but I just thought it was so funny because so many weird little loose ends for me tied up in Monday mm. before I left, like with friends and, you know, people I hadn't seen in a while and stuff. And then it was so funny that this Tinder guy that I'd always felt a bit guilty <laughs> about uh, somehow saw me and then grabbed me yeah. to make out with me. And again, I thought, does he actually remember or know who I am? Yeah. Or is he just like, I'm just familiar somehow and he's drunk <laughs> and he's like oh but it was really funny uh, yeah I feel like my first I had pretty good first online dating experiences like the first online date I ever went on was I think 
in a bar in like Ossington and the guy was really nice. We ended up going on maybe five dates or something and he was just super nice, but I didn't feel like there was maybe the spark there. And then I also met my ex in the middle of that because I was like playing the field and online dating. Um, and then, yeah, and then I met my ex and that was like someone I was with for maybe like a year before I came to Australia. So I actually had a pretty good start. Still, like, yeah, good we're still really good now. friends. <laughs> So, yeah, it was a good start. Plenty of fish, everyone. <laughs> but did you meet him on Plenty of Fish, too? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Mm. I don't know if that's a thing in Australia, is it? I've it I'd have no idea, actually. I think it exists. I'm pretty sure I looked at it when I first moved here, because that's what I had known. Um, well, we're going to go through, like, our different dating experiences throughout yeah. the five years, I guess. And then, but also go through kind of our tips and tricks for like which apps to use and then kind of the three stages so it'd be like the search right which is like when you're looking for someone mm. then the actual date like once you yeah. get a date and uh and then after that it'd be the aftermath so like what do you do after the date if you've had a great date and then you're just waiting to hear from them or you know maybe <laughs> get ghosted or yeah like how, how does that all work so we've got some good advice yes yes we do <laughs> so let's start with the search yeah the search so even though I may have used Tinder when I first got here, I would never use Tinder now. <laughs> yeah, I've been on it. I like I went on all of the apps recently when I downloaded them all. But I would say Tinder, it does seem like more of the hookup app or just like not as serious it people. It might be different in other places, but in, in Bondi or Sydney, at least it's yeah. usually backpackers and it's not known for being serious. Yeah, it and I... It just feels like there's more looking for a serious relationship. Obviously, you might not be. It feels almost like there's more like fake profiles on Tinder or like just people who would never respond. I think also less accountability to who you are. Yeah, I think so. Although they might have changed it because I actually haven't been on it in a long time. So maybe it is different. I feel like they're all kind of melding into the same app, to be honest. They're all copying each other. But I think reputation wise, it is still like Tinder. It's like, what do you expect kind of thing from the, the guys you'd meet on there, I think. But. Uh, and then, so the two apps that I used were Bumble and Hinge. Mm. And I think Hinge for me felt like the most quality for a while, but then Bumble copied their format. Yeah. And so it's a lot more in-depth questions. It's a really nice, exp- okay, also I'm a user experience designer, <laughs> so that's why it's a really nice experience when you're scrolling through to find out about someone. They did good question prompts and yeah, cause the prompts make you have to actually answer things a bit or like show a bit more of your personality, I'd say. And it makes it easier to start conversations with people too. Yeah. And it doesn't feel like the same swiping cause it's not swiping. <laughs> yeah. And what, wait, what else with hinge you have to, Oh, I guess you have to like, like, one of their things specifically i think you usually. both have to like yeah mutually like something before you can engage in conversation yeah. and then yeah i think bumble has copied hinge now but bumble's the one where the girl has to start the conversation so if you match you have to match with someone and then if you do you have 24 hours to write them and then they have to respond which can be really hours. stressful and that was one of the things yeah. i would match with people and then match with a ton of people not write them or write them all and then not have time to yeah but it's also good in some ways to force you to have to be more proactive about stuff and actually like be serious about it one of the things i would say though is because this is what would happen if you 
put take on too much at once like too many yeah. people at once too many matches at once it's actually better to not just like spend an hour scrolling and trying to yeah. click with people and have if you're on bumble and stuff it's probably better to like max it at five or something mm. stop and then write those people yeah. and then that's it and save the rest for later um you, i think you actually have to set limits and stuff because to, it is to manage your time it is all gamified so it like is kind of addictive and makes you want to do that but it and when you do that you desensitize yourself yeah. to what you're actually doing which yeah. is like are you on there just for scrolling entertainment or are you on there because you actually want this to result in meeting somebody right? well it's also just funny to think about how we felt when we first started and it seems so <laughs> serious and then I now it literally is just a game where you're like swipe 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 <laughs> but it, you actually so all of this advice is more if you actually feel a really like you yeah. are ready for a relationship and you want to meet someone and and maybe it's not working for you or you've had some mm. bad experiences and we've got some friends who are just back on the dating scene now yeah and some who have never used apps before and a lot of people say, oh, you know what? I don't think it's for me or yeah. it's not fun or it's not whatever. And I'm like, you know what? Nobody really I don't think enjoys it. it. No. Like you don't really like doing it, but it's just one of those. It's like a means to an end. Yeah. I think it's one of the more common ways to meet people now. Like I'd say at least 50% of the people I know in relationships have met on apps. So it's just the way of the world a lot especially of with covid now yeah too. especially with COVID. um and if anyone knows who garance doré is she's mm. this like she used to be a fashion blogger yeah like photographer illustrator but she's also just got great advice she used to have this really like beautiful newsletter and blog yeah. yeah that's just kind of about being a woman and stuff and so she she's in her early 40s mm. i think and just was married or was engaged and she was engaged broke her off yeah. and had this whole thing and kind of had to go back into the dating scene and she made this really cute video uh that's on her instagram page where she talks about her tips and stuff mm. for dating and then one of the things she said was like you have to remember you don't need lots and lots of matches you don't need lots and lots of yeah. hot cute guys you literally just need one and that's yeah. the point like so it's really you have to remember to focus on what the actual purpose of this is. It's yeah. like you just need that one person. I, one. I think a lot of the time you do get caught up in that validation loop almost where you want to like have as many matches as you can or like have people compliment you. But it's yeah, just remember what you're on there actually for. OK, so, yeah, with the search. So you choose what app you're going to be on. Mm. You make your profile. Uh, what would your tips be for making a profile? I'd say it it can be really hard. It can be a bit triggering sometimes when you have to like describe yourself or kind of figure out how you want to portray yourself to people. Um, but I think honestly, you just have to try and be yourself as much as you can. Um, because it's so hard to do that with like just a few pictures and a few words. Um, but I feel like I usually try and say things that I like and make sure that my pictures are showing like me hiking or me playing volleyball or me at the beach to show like what my actual lifestyle is so mm -hmm. I can meet someone who I have that stuff in common with. Um, One of the things, yeah. so my partner Scott, when we talked about this, like about our app profiles yeah. and stuff and he was like, Oh, when I added you to Facebook, I was like, she has so many hot photos. Like, <laughs> why didn't she put all of like these Those, photos on her yeah. profile, right? And so on my profile, like, I don't have ugly photos, <laughs> but I just have like really photo, yeah, photos of me doing stuff and photos yeah. of me really who I am. And I didn't want to put just glamour shots like or all your hottest photos yeah all, all that kind of stuff because I also didn't want to just attract somebody mm. for those reasons and 
I didn't, which is good, yeah. right? And like, if they really like you, they they can see all your hot photos and your hot <laughs> self later. Um, so I think it's like a really good way for you to actually filter out, yeah, who you're getting to, like right from the get go. Um, and I think it's good to have a mix and show kind of all your sides. Like, have a glamour photo, have like yeah. a sporty photo, have like definitely have a photo that shows your face close up, and mm-hmm. then maybe a photo that shows your body from far, just so people like know who you are and what you yeah but just be straight yeah and you don't want to be nervous meeting up with someone being like oh no did i like over filter myself or something or like are they gonna not know who i recognize (laughs) at the bar yeah you shouldn't feel nervous about that when you're gonna meet somebody um okay what else with bio yeah i guess with like bios i don't know i like constantly change mine and never know what to write so i I don't know for me try and keep it pretty short yeah and yeah and positive but I think that's also super particular because I it just depends. Like I, I think like with everything in life, like what's going to happen is going to happen and you're going to attract the people you're going to attract. So if you're someone who likes to write really long descriptive things and yeah. go for it, right, that's you. That's what you should be doing. So I think it is just like, yeah, don't try and hide any of yourself or be some perfect person because as won't. long as you're being honest, yeah. that'll come through. So how to choose. Oh, that's what we've got. Okay, so this is a good one. So one of the things that I wanted to say, because I just it popped into my head, was yeah. guys who ask me, who a- would ask me for Instagram or oh, no. any of those Never. things. I there are just certain things like there are certain tropes in the dating world for me at least, where mm. certain guys fall into certain categories. And I know people say, "Oh, don't judge." A- like you can't just group yeah. people together but i find that you really can you no, just can't. i do feel like any guy who asks for like your instagram or facebook is just really judgy usually and then like h- half the time my friends have had that happen the person like deletes the conversation after yeah like, like there's always they've... some other it's just yeah. a very or when they say like oh it's better it's easier if we talk on instagram it's like well it's easier if, if we just text, text. via yeah. our phone so and instagram's so personal too like you really don't have to let someone in that far into and your life. also who wants a random person they met on an online day that's watching their stories for the rest of time <laughs> after like they've been ghosted the yeah. <laughs> oh that was really funny i met this i don't even think i met him on a dating app but we met at the bar and then had like exchanged numbers or instagram and then never i think i texted him and he like never wrote me back but then forever watched my instagram stories and then right before we left sydney <laughs> those he, guys are the worst yeah he was like in the in the line for the bar behind us like really drunk and i think he ended up getting not even getting into the bar but i was really drunk too and i was like you watch all of my stories <laughs> <laughs> and he still watches my stories i think uh, actually i had that too with a guy yeah. i went on one date with and he added me to everything he was really nice though yeah. but then he just watched everything it's just too soon and followed me um yeah. but, but yeah anyone who asked for those for me it's... my like no goes but this is also it's so subjective because this is for me and for someone else it might be fine and that might be their type of person but for me it was yeah anyone asking for instagram i would straight up say like i don't yeah yeah i don't do that like we can we can do that later if we want but like not yeah i i haven't even met you yet kind of thing and guys actually i find really like when you set boundaries oh i think so and like i went on a couple dates with a guy recently and he was actually like oh 
but he said WhatsApp or Instagram, so I gave him my WhatsApp. But then I think he just turned out to be a bit weird. So I think I think him asking for the Instagram was the sign as well. Yeah, I think as soon yeah. as Instagram comes into play, yeah. it just makes me think know right away that they're a certain kind of guy. Yeah. Um, the other one is guys who use too many emojis. Mm-hmm. So when they use like twenty emojis yeah. in their in their description or a lot, like for me, they usually also text a lot. And I do like someone who's consistent in texting and stuff, mm-hmm. but. It almost makes me nervous or feel like a lot of pressure when I get too many texts and they have too many emojis. (laughs) It's just too too effusive. And I'm so effusive. So it's too effusive (laughs) for me, which means a lot. Uh, what are the other ones? I feel oh, when they say like that's not my kid, yeah, not my or kid. We can tell people that we met on somewhere else, app, or I think a lot of those things are just like a certain type of humor that's not for us as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there are some things that I feel like a lot of guys have in their profiles, and I always wonder if it's because they've like googled what to put in your profile but a lot of guys will say their uber rating's really good or something about dad jokes or something about like i'm taller than you in heels like some like there's just a a lot lot of the same common ones and i'm like i don't think every guy like just came up with these things on his own so that for me it doesn't it's not a deal breaker but i'm always just like it's just not the type of person i'm looking for. yeah it just doesn't seem like original i guess and another one is people who are bitter or say things that they don't want or like you yeah like don't be this don't, this yeah. this so there's a lot of guys who will be like i hate duck lips or like fillers or like yeah. just like but really aggressively negative in a way where you're like obviously they're super judgy and they're just not chip on their shoulder and i also feel like guys don't even know what that stuff is usually yeah. <laughs> or it's true they say that they don't like they're like i they like natural like makeup, but they don't even yeah. know what it actually looks like um also if you have already started talking to someone and then they change your profile pics or their yeah. profile message and stuff a lot or that's that's a warning sign for I me definitely too. is yeah who else are they talking to what are they doing what yeah yeah it definitely is i've had that happen to me a few times and they always turn out to be a bit sketchy Mm-hmm. so i would definitely watch for that one yeah and i've found that all of those things we just mentioned if i've ever i've talked to all those people before and they've kind of all in each of those categories turned out the same way yeah i think generally they end up not actually be looking for something serious like if that's what you're looking for i don't think those types of people are the yeah. ones that you'll find it with and so who are the type of people that are the ones you find it with well that sometimes is a little bit harder to it determine is. i think so with scott i he had a horrible profile like <laughs> i remember <laughs> he had like three pictures one was obviously really old and really far away one was him coming out of the water in a bathing suit which is really weird if you know him you wouldn't think that he would <laughs> post that photo yeah that would never and be my there guess. wasn't even a really a clear photo of his face mm. which sounds all sounds bad but um, what he wrote though wasn't it it's he wrote a really nice honest just straightforward thing where he was like oh i'm i can't even remember like to surf like to go camping blah 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 Mm. um this this and that like not too short not too long just really straightforward and really down to earth and i also know from my guy friends when i've seen their profiles that yeah it's always I would never funny think when you that come their across. profile would be the way that it was yeah. and i know them so well and i'm always thinking oh like you need a different yeah. picture for this or you need to like i would never think of you the way that you are if i saw this profile and yeah. i didn't know you so i've always gone on the apps with that in mind and trying mm. to kind of find the diamonds in the rough right <laughs> knowing that 
guys, just like us too, don't yeah. always know how to we're coming across. Yeah, I guess. yeah. So yeah, I like. I'd rather have a guy who doesn't have model photos. And oh yeah, well, I but this is this is also my personal preference. Yeah. Maybe you do, and then that's totally fine too. I actually feel like whenever I see a guy who has too many good-looking model photos, I'm like, no, nah. <laughs> like too much for me. Exactly, and yeah. So Scott just seemed like refreshing and honest and mm. like a real person. Yeah, and it was a gamble though. I really was like, and I've done that before in yeah. other gambles. And it hasn't worked out. And it has not worked out, but it did work out. So it can happen. Yeah, I think for me, I usually can tell pretty soon on actually in the conversation, um, if we're getting on or not. Like it's it's usually pretty simple because there's a lot of guys who just can't have a conversation at all and we'll just be like hi and he'll be like hey how was your weekend and they're like good <laughs> so some people just don't give you anything and you don't have to try and like pull it out of them i would literally just be like mm, and like, don't also chase them if someone's no. not interested and they're not texting you seriously then you can't force like it's not like there's some amazing thing you're gonna say yeah. that's all, all of a sudden gonna make them more interested no and i think what you were saying about like just no like if it's for you it's not gonna go past you type thing because i remember i would stress a lot about the openers because in bumble as the woman you have to message first yeah. and there'd be some times where i'd take a lot of time and like match with heaps people and then be really like go through their profiles and try and message them something that was like related to their picture like something they had written and then 90% of the time when I did that, no one responded. And then other times I just write like, hey, how are you? Or how was your weekend? And then I get like heaps of responses. So if someone's interested, they're interested. Yeah. I just can't force them or trick them into it or don't, anything don't like Don't put too much pressure on yourself. Don't You don't have to come up with some like clever line or anything And if like they're that. ready, that's the thing too. So it's all about timing with dating mm. and where two people are at in their lives. So Definitely. even if and you know that you'll know this from other parts of your dating life like when you meet people and you have crazy chemistry but it just doesn't work because it's not the right yeah. timing and you yeah. can't force that no. so it either is or it isn't and you know because the person will text you normally yeah. <laughs> and you'll text them back and you can have a regular conversation if you're not having a regular conversation don't beat yourself up about it and don't waste your time on it no and like it's just there's some people you'll click with and then there's a lot of people you won't and that's just that's just how it is in regular life too. It's just sometimes when you're online dating, you feel this pressure and you're like, why don't they like me? But they don't know you yet. <laughs> um, what else conversation wise? Do you have any like other? I just think yeah. if it's uh, for me, I always like, I always like a guy who asks you to do something pretty soon on. Quickly. Yeah. I find actually, cause I've had quite a few relationships from online dating and all of them I'm pretty sure I've met up with the person within like a day or something like we did yeah. not message for that long and it just like it seemed easy to talk to them and they were just like let's meet up and I'd much prefer that because I don't want to have a pen pal for like weeks well, or and something. then that's when it becomes a game and I think yeah like I've had really fun com like texting conversations with guys I've met on apps mm. where we would text for a while and it was really like, oh, what am I going to say yeah, next? It's like yeah. super good banter and back Witty and forth. But it never turned into anything. No. I can't even remember. It's, no. I feel like. and Because then it's more of a game. It's not yeah. actually. Uh, like just and it's just kind perfect. of a waste of your time all the time. Like there's been a couple of times where I've talked to a guy for like probably a few weeks or something and then never met them. And I'm just like, why did I invest well, it's the so same thing time. as like when you used to get drunk and then go out to the bar yeah. and 
and the next morning you feel like something happened yeah but, but it's like a did false something really happen it's yeah. just like it's the same thing when you're talking to someone like that and then you're not really meeting up like it's don't make the app the experience make yeah like you your point is to meet that person meet them in person and and make a decision yeah, I'd also say uh, some of the things for the combo to watch out for. I feel like if they don't ask you any questions or don't give a lot of details about themselves, then it's yeah. Like, if the guys, if the, yeah. when they say hey, if you yeah. say hey, how are you? And they go hey, well, then that's it. Just yeah. don't write them back. Well, I was Who talking cares? to one guy it recently. Matter how cute they are. I was talking to one guy recently, and I feel like I was giving him so much insight into me, and then his responses were just not. Like, he would just be like, cool. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, never mind. He was cute. That's the only reason that I, like, exactly, entertained it. Yeah. Um, and then also, any guys who are, like, too flirty or sexual right away, like, who make innuendos. Yeah, that makes you no. feel weird. It is weird. And then if they haven't read your profile at all, I'm usually like, nah, they haven't even bothered. I feel like then they're probably not that serious or keen. Because it's, like, yeah. literally, like, two sentences most of the time. Like, Okay, so... Let's move on to the date part. Once you get a date and you are going to go on it. <laughs> um, but before we talk about it, do you want to say what your best date was or your best date? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. The so, dates that make it all worth it. That yeah. You even went on the I've apps had in the first place. good ones. So I don't think I have any super memorable like first dates, but I've had a few really good things third like second third, third days yeah well so one of them was with this guy in sydney and it was just the most epically romantic date because of the date itself not the guy <laughs> but um we went because it was right after i broken up with someone and i'd been like oh i just want to meet someone who's like more outdoorsy and more active and then this guy had been messaging and our first date was actually a swim at like night which was kind of random and like a bit sketchy but it was fun like I literally just met him on the beach and we went for a quick swim and then like had a tea um and then I think we went for a run the next day and then the third date we went on the coastal walk but at night and it was this crazy clear night where all the skies yeah, I remember were so you bright leaving at like 8 or 9 p.m <laughs> and going on these random weekday night dates <laughs> I was just like in one of those phases um but yeah so we went on the coastal walk between um, Bondi and Bronte and it was just like stars all above us like so romantic feeling and then we I think he showed me like his childhood home in Bronte and then we went to the pool in Bronte and like swam and there were these like teenagers by the side of the pool who had a boom box or something so they were like playing music and we were just swimming under the stars in the Bronte pool um, so yeah it was just an epic epic date just because of the scenery and like it's just what you would picture in a movie of like your summer like fling um and then another one that i went on what was it oh yeah we took the ferry from circular key to taronga i think and then went on a hike and he was like oh we'll do a little picnic and i'll pick stuff up and then he whipped out like a bottle of champagne and chocolate covered strawberries like in Aww. the middle of the hike and i was like oh i feel like i'm on the bachelorette or something um so that was really cute and like so thoughtful um but you were proper dating at that point i think I like we were only on like the third date or fourth date like it felt like no it, it wasn't though <laughs> i was a bit like oh this is intense <laughs> um but it was cute i was like oh i appreciate this um and then oh first date so one this is one of my travel dating stories Ooh, those uh, are the best yeah so last 
last year. Oh, it was only last year. Wow, it seems like way longer. Um, I went to Malaysia and Vietnam because one of my friends from law school was getting married. So it was this huge reunion. Um, we all like met in Malaysia and went to the wedding. And then we, a couple of my friends and I went to Vietnam because one of them had been living there. And then I separated or they all left earlier and I stayed on for like an extra week. So I went and traveled to this beach town called Da Nang for a week on my own. And I decided to go on Tinder there because <laughs> I was like, well, I can at least go on a date and like get someone to show me around the city or that stuff. Because I had some friends who told me they'd done that before and just like gone on Tinder on vacation and like met some cool people. So I was like, why not? Um, and then I met this really good guy and he like picked me up on his scooter and like drove me around the city at night over like the bridge and looking the water. And then we like went to a bar and it was just, it felt like you're in a Mary Kate and Ashley movie yeah, on a moped. I just reminded of, do you remember when we were in Greece yeah. like, over 10 years ago and it was my partner at the time and I and Tori would yeah. go to this club in Mykonos yeah and then at the end of the night you just hopped on the back of some random Greek guy scooter <laughs> and drove away and I was like where did she go <laughs> just like, living my we best didn't life. have cell phones I don't no. think did we I know I don't think so so I remember being like oh my god we we're not gonna know what happened to her <laughs> like what am I gonna explain to the police I'm fine guys <laughs> yeah. and it was good it was fun it was fun but yeah those I think those are some of my most epic dates what about you well i think the guy that you met in vietnam really made your experience oh for sure i feel like we went on a few dates and he like drove me all around the city and like showed me local life there essentially yeah. it was really great yeah um i've had a couple of really good dates mm -hmm. i had two good travel dates and then yeah okay so i'll start with um, but the first one was in Byron and I remember uh, my roommate and I went on this short like four day trip and she I think had suggested let's go on Tinder and try and find double dates mm. and I thought yeah okay why not that'll be fine yeah. and then we went on Tinder and then she just ended up setting up a date with this guy and was like <laughs> I'm going away all day tomorrow with this guy and I was like Thanks. okay great <laughs> well what am I gonna do and I'd been talking to this really cute seeming guy on tinder mm. and then yeah that next day i was like okay i'm gonna go get a massage like have a me day blah 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 blah. and so i went and got this epic massage on the beach and when i came out i had a message from him and mm. he had said oh like do i'm i'm here like i'm in byron town right now i'm in the parking lot by the beach blah 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 do you want to meet up and go for a surf or do something and i I was like, because oh, I literally had walked out into the parking lot. So <laughs> I was just right there. The universe delivery. And then I basically had like a minute to decide mm -hmm. and then write him back. And I think I asked him for his Facebook or something because I just oh, wanted, you wanted to, to know. Check. Yeah. And he gave me his Facebook and I added him and he seemed fine. And then I think I took a screenshot of it and sent it to you yeah, and our mom and was like, going to meet this guy. <laughs> like hopefully it'll be OK. Um, and then, yeah. And then I walked into the parking lot up to like to find where he was because he was like oh, i'm in this truck blah 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 and this guy comes out with like it was like long kind of curly but like sexy hair mm -hmm. like a beard like super tan uh sleeveless or shirtless i don't know mm -hmm. but not showy but yeah. just literally my jaw dropped and i thought oh my <laughs> god he was like it's literally like if chris hemsworth but like a hotter byron chris hemsworth you know like a real byron like he should like take out a guitar and, like <laughs> yeah he was absolutely gorgeous like dark brown hair blue eyes um mm. 
and he was so nice and then so he was like oh you know I'm staying at my uncle's place in the hinterland which is inland like about 30 minutes in um I need to drop off my groceries because I didn't I hadn't heard from you so I didn't know if we were going to meet he's like is it okay if we drive there first and drop off my groceries and so I had to decide if I'm going to get in this <laughs> stranger's car and drive <laughs> to the hinterland with him but I thought you know what Alex yes yes you are and I'm pretty sure you messaged me were like in case I never you never hear from me again yeah so it was very risky and actually in hindsight now that like because there's been all these weird stories about girls who have gone on uh, dates with yeah. guys uh, and then I don't know yeah. been murdered or all this kind of stuff in New Zealand and Australia in like the last year or two so if those things had happened before this I probably wouldn't have done it but or although maybe I would have looking. so yeah he was yeah. literally just like okay I, like you just you couldn't you basically couldn't say no and um I usually have a really good instinct with people too yeah. and I yeah I, I got a really good vibe off of him <laughs> so, so I got in the truck with him and then the surfboards were in between us so we couldn't actually look at each other as we drove out mm. which I thought was good because you know when you drive in a car and you really it's get to know to someone talk, yeah. yeah so this is like 30 minutes of driving inland and we were going through the most beautiful like macadamia tree fields Ooh. and he at one point stopped over this like outlook to show me like the yeah. the fields below <laughs> and, then, and then um as we got to his uncle's like art cottage that he'd been staying at uh we had no more reception and we parked the car <laughs> and i remember being like oh uh -oh. actually i guess this is a bit weird <laughs> no reception nobody knows where i am right now um but anyways I was there and so we went into this little cottage and it was absolutely gorgeous it was also like on the side of a hill and it had this balcony that you could go and sit out on in the trees like overlooking this valley and uh he was like oh do you want to hang out and have a beer here and mm -hmm. I thought yeah okay <laughs> let's do it um and he put on he had a record play he put on Tracy Chapman Aww. and then we sat out on the porch and ended up having like three hours of just literally chatting we didn't actually hook up nothing like it yeah, actually you didn't nothing. even kiss him did you i don't think so yeah i can't remember and we actually just had like the best deep chats and it was yeah. amazing like amazing and he'd had kind of a similar experience to me where we'd like really changed our lives around he'd worked in finance before and then he kind of threw it all away to go travel and had gotten into construction and you know it was just like really trying to live his life differently and yeah so we we just like hung out there and then he was like do you want to go to this swimming hole and like I'll show you I this whole that. thing so then we like went to this swimming hole and sw and there was this woman and her little daughter there too so we hung out with them because that's what Byron's like <laughs> just had like these epic deep conversations with them swang around this swimming hole on a tarzan like rope swing to jump in uh until the sunset and then i realized that i hadn't told my roommate where i was i had no one knew <laughs> like where i was or what i was doing i had no reception still and i said to him oh i really think i need to i should probably go back right and mm -hmm. just be able to contact them so he drove me back and then i still i remember at the time i was still so like i felt like i had to go back to yeah. to sydney and i had to go back to work but i really didn't have to i could have just been like i'm sick i'm gonna stay here like two more days and because he had said oh i thought actually when we'd matched he he had thought that i was living there or staying oh, there yeah. so he was like i thought you were gonna be here a bit longer um and yeah i, I basically 
was invited to be able to like go and hang out with him and I probably could have just stayed at his place for like a few more days and had a perfect (laughs) time and I totally regretted it when I left when I was like why did I think I had to go back to work (laughs) to do nothing (laughs) um but yeah it was amazing and it actually really restored like my feelings in life and everything yeah. at the time just because he was a great guy and it was just such a great like experience. refreshing yeah mm-hmm. and he wasn't creepy he didn't like make any weird moves on me yeah. like nothing it was so nice and i was kind of hot off of lots of creepy guys yeah. doing yeah. like trying to do that um and then my other best travel date was a pretty similar story actually <laughs> and it was the same kind of thing so my best tinder dates were super non-sexual yeah (laughs) um but they were like soulful like super soulful so i had actually met this guy in the water surfing um this german guy who just seemed a bit wacky but i forgot about him yeah Yeah. and then he asked for my name because i didn't have my phone or anything with me and i gave him my name and he added me to facebook he like remembered it and added me to facebook and then asked me out on a date later and i decided you know what he like wants to take you around kind of like you and yeah. that guy from vietnam so i was like yeah sure um and he was a bitcoin like oh, expert yeah. like he was living off of all his money there and had bought a house in bali and so we went out on this date and that date turned out really like he was pushy and just uh, i yeah. just yeah he, he was like oh i find most people boring but you're interesting and Rock. like you can keep me entertained Rock. and i was just like oh <laughs> god anyways um he left such a bad taste like yeah. i just felt like oh well, like bad aftertaste i didn't want to hang out with him and, he was, and i didn't know how i was going to get rid of him basically after our first date mm. and so i was like i want to go on a date with someone else and just like clear that palate yeah. and not feel so icky about mm. guys and life and stuff um and so i just matched with this guy that like looked cute enough and seemed like and he was aussie and i thought oh we'll just have like it'll be fine we'll have mm. a good time and then I went to go meet him at Old Man's, if anyone knows where that is mm-hmm. in Chengdu, just outside. Like it was early. It was before sunset. And um, when he came and met up with me, I was again the same jaw drop. <laughs> <laughs> I was really lucky with my dates. Um, he was so much better looking in person. And he I just don't think said, I've ever had a oh, jaw dropping. Like, I have had some really a date. I've I'm been jealous. so lucky. Um, and so this guy was just, yeah, and he was so like masculine mm. like i because I, I thought he was gonna he was younger than me and just kind of looked not like a boy in his photos but just like whatever i was kind of like oh it'll just be fun it'll just be like a fun date um but he was very very manly and yeah and just like super mm. sexy and we so we met up and he just had a really calming energy that then made me really nervous because uh-huh. i thought oh my god he's so cool uh and then he we just like went to go get a drink but he didn't drink alcohol which mm. i absolutely love because this is after all my yoga and stuff and i hadn't been drinking alcohol so then we got coconuts and sat on the beach and then we had a four hour talking date so it was kind of the same thing as the guy in byron where we just like talked about everything talked about our life like and he'd also been on a similar journey so i yeah it's just those those were so great because both those guys were people i wanted to be almost yeah even more so than or wanted to be you with. Admired and yeah i just thought they were so cool and they were living their lives the way that i was trying to live my life they were living their life tenfold yeah and yeah so that was just that was such a great day and then we got ice cream mm-hmm. which of course is my favorite and we actually we went back to my room and we sat because i had this epic porch um 
that looked out over the rice field and it was so quiet and so beautiful and you can watch the moon come up and stuff and then we sat out there and ate ice cream and just talked more and then I'll go into this because it was so sweet mm. at the end um because he was leaving the next day he was only there for like two days because right. he was visiting friends um we just hugged we hugged for Aww. like a few minutes like just really hugged and nice. I think I said like I I was like, I can hear your heartbeat, right? Because his heart Aww. was beating so loudly. And he was, and he said something like, oh, yeah, I think he was just like, oh, is it beating loudly? It was just like one of those things where like your heart was melting. It was so yeah. romantic well, and sweet. You and rarely hug anyone for longer than Like a it was a real, seconds. like, yeah. so, again, like a real soul connection. Yeah. Um, and then we did kiss on that date for sure. But mm. it wasn't any, like... I, I mean, it wasn't that it was bad. It was good. But yeah. it just, that, like, wasn't the point yeah. at all. And it was just, yeah. And then he and I were, like, texting friends for probably, like, a mm. year after. Just yeah. in a nice way of, like, talking life about what we were doing in life. Yeah. And, yeah. And it was just, it both of those dates restored my faith in humanity, in cool people, in everything. So, travel dates. Yeah, and travel Tinder. Dates Tinder on when you travel. And, yeah, both yeah. of those were Tinder, actually. Yeah. So, But that was because I wasn't expecting to yeah. meet, like, a long-term person. Yeah. I just wanted to meet someone cool and different and, I also and have an Tinder's experience. more global yeah. of the apps, yeah. I would say. Agreed. Yeah. Um, and then, wait, should I go in? Should I save my other ones for later? Uh, like my one with Scott and... Oh, maybe. Maybe she'll tell the Scott one at the end. Okay, I'll tell the Scott one at the end, yeah. who's my partner now. But I'll tell my other one, which was a best date but also a worst date. worst date in a weird <laughs> way so this is the only guy that i matched with on bumble in bondi it was in my last year who just seemed perfect but like perfect for me like mm. he was like cute but not not like a model you know mm. with those kinds of shots and stuff yeah. he just his pictures looked like he would be my friend and I would be in his pictures with him and we looked like we had the fit. same yeah. kind of lifestyle and like the lives, mm. which I feel like doesn't really happen that often. Yeah. His humor was the same. He had a really good description that was really funny and I, I, I knew what to write him right away because yeah. I actually had something funny to write yeah. him based on what he said. We had funny banter and mm. it was quick and then he asked me, I think on the first night when we just went back and forth a bit yeah. and just said, let's do something, blah, blah, blah. And then that was it. And then we had a date set up, I think, for Friday night. And so, and I was just, I felt actually a lot of pressure because I thought, yeah, oh, this guy like actually lives be, yeah. in my neighborhood. Yeah. He is he like on the same potential. Yeah. yeah. Everything. Like he actually seems like someone I would meet in real life, not just mm. someone I'd meet on the app. Right. And then we went out to Anchor, Anchor Bar, I think, oh, yeah. like, and got dinner and stuff. And I was really nervous when I saw him because he was cute and mm. I just felt like it was so much, it felt like more so pressure than it yeah. would normally be because it felt like something to lose almost. Yeah. Um, and then, and then again, yeah, we had amazing deep chats. We wouldn't have needed alcohol either. We did drink, but we didn't mm. need it. And things just went really, really well. And then yeah. we went dancing at this like little bar called bar 34 that's uh just like next door yeah, and where they have cute. live music and stuff it's and like a super romantic yeah. and then we were dancing and um and had our first kiss on the dance floor mm. and all the, like it literally you would have been like that's the perfect date but something just wasn't right and it's so weird mm. because i had to think to myself are you self-sabotaging this like this guy is perfect like he hits every box you yeah. wanted hit like 
there's literally not one fault other than he was a Capricorn. <laughs> Anyone knows that history with me and Capricorns, but but he did also ask him what my horoscope sign guys are, is, which oh, like what guys yeah. actually do that. That's and then weird. yeah, and then when I asked him and he said Capricorn, I was so surprised because I was like a Capricorn would never ask that. <laughs> um, but yeah, like when we went to go dance and stuff, I remember he started dancing like dancing like crazy and lip and like lips mouthing to the music, which I do right and yeah. I fucking love. And something about it just repulsed me yeah. <laughs> which is so weird to say but like I recoiled or something it was just so weird and then I had to snap myself out and I was like Alex what are you doing like yeah. like this is exactly like, you love this you this is what you want from someone why are you acting like it was just so it was my all my reactions were weird it and I didn't know what weird, they were I remember you texted me after the date and basically said all that and was like oh it was amazing blah 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 but then there was a but at the end or there was something where you said the end and I always remember that from that time because it was such a weird response for you yeah. to have and uh, that was me trying to decipher like is it me yeah. self-sabotaging I really couldn't I yeah. just it was so strange um and then even when we kissed I just felt like I felt like I was in a movie and I was doing all the right things and mm. I was with this person who was like the quote-unquote right person but I just didn't feel it was so weird yeah. I just didn't feel it but then I thought you better feel this because <laughs> this is what you were looking for. Yeah. Like, this is what you're waiting for. Um, but then, yeah, and then we did date for a little bit and it kind of all the things did turn. It was just weird. Yeah. There was always this thing. And yeah. yeah, I think you just have to listen to your intuition. Trust your gut. But it was a, it was a yeah. good date. It, yeah. I was annoyed at myself, though, for having some weird involuntary yeah. reactions. Though. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. Um, maybe we should give some of our rules for first dates and like what you suggest like for me I had so many first dates that were on the grassy knoll in Bondi which is just like a big hill by the ocean and I like to keep first dates short with the possibility of extending them if they're going well but if you're just like let's go for a walk or let's go have like a drink or like an ice cream on the beach it's a good way to just test the waters and see if you click with someone and also not have to be so intense because if you go for dinner or drinks with someone it's kind of an, an intense first date a lot of the time where you have to be like staring at them the whole time and it's a lot of pressure and a lot of like forced romanticness almost that I feel like I'm never ready for on the well, first and date. Somebody said too it's like the first six months of dating someone you're not really dating them you're dating your projections yeah. of what you believe and think on them like you don't really get to know no. someone right away definitely not so i think when you go on like these fancy dinner dates or whatever it is and you have to just stare at them like you're not just thinking about what they say you're literally judging every single thing yeah. that comes out of their mouth yeah and comparing it to what is this what you want oh and then also you will think about yourself if you do like them like does he think i'm cute does this mean he's yeah. interested blah, 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 blah. like it's not you're not actually just there with the person well, one of the things I was going to say is think about if you like them. Because <laughs> yeah. that was my problem a lot of the time. I'd always be like, oh, I want them to like me. But I wouldn't even think about if I actually liked them. Like, it's easy to turn it around and be worried about them liking you. But it really is about if you actually like them. And that also takes a lot of the pressure off of you. Um, what's the other thing? Oh, meet in public. Definitely. Tell someone where you're going. <laughs> like, screenshot yeah. their Facebook and show them. Um, and I'd say, like, don't get drunk if you can like I feel like when you get drunk on a first date it is this kind of false intimacy and the, like mm -hmm. it's easy to feel like you like someone but you don't really know them yet at all and it kind it's of so just true. clouds the judgment of stuff um I feel like 
it is hard because a lot of us like especially in australia there's a big drinking culture and that's like i would definitely i went on a lot of after work drink days but i think it's just i always like having an outdoor date during the day if possible and doing something active or like some sort of activity sometimes is nice to like see what someone's like in action <laughs> i think so and it's also more of a distraction in a good way so yeah. it's not just like so full-on staring yeah. at each other it's like you're doing something else starting it off with any kind of walk like mm. i used to meet someone in bondi and then we'd walk to wherever we're going so yeah. when you're walking you're walking side by side not directly yeah. looking at each other and you're kind of just getting to feel each other's energy out mm. and and like get prepared and yeah, it's the same thing like if you were driving in a car, but don't drive in a car with someone <laughs> first time. Don't Probably be asked. Don't get on someone's scooter. Yeah. Um, and never like meet them at their house or go to your house on the first date or anything. No, like, no. Like meet them in public, scope them out. <laughs> um, and I think also tune into what your energy is before you go. Setting mm. an intention is always really good. Um, checking your mind frame. Yeah. I, I would get horribly nervous before every date. Oh, Alex would I be a never, <laughs> Like, I think... She'd be like, I don't want to go. Oh, this is awful. Oh. I just get so affected by yeah. energy and stuff. So I've, I've been told that I, I'm an empath or mm. have that, like those empathic yeah. things. Qualities. Cannot, it's not fun. Mm. <laughs> so it's like if I went on a date with someone and I felt like they were sad or if I felt yeah. like, I don't know, anything, they were stressed yeah. or anything, I felt like I take that on a lot. Mm. So it feels or lonely i felt like i met so many guys that seemed actually just so lonely and when you got to know their lives more it just made me feel really sad and then i would leave just feeling really depleted and it was really hard for me to protect my own energy with a date Mm. so i couldn't go on that many dates yeah (laughs) basically if you would go on weird dating sprees in one week well i so i would set it up up. i would basically not go for months and like live in my own life or whatever Mm. and then get tired of my own life and be like I want new fresh energy or new blood or whatever and then I would just set up like five dates in a row for one week Mm -hmm. and go on them and then be done and that was it yeah I'd say also from my own experience it is good to like set some intentions and know what you want because I think when I first came to Australia I was just like I just want to meet someone I just want a relationship but I don't think I was actually ready or really new and I think because I'm generally like kind of easygoing and just nice, I can get on with most people really well. And then I just ended up dating a lot of random people that I didn't necessarily even have a real connection with. But I'm just like, oh, this seems nice enough. I'll keep going with it. But yeah, I feel like in hindsight, I'm like, oh, I feel like I should have been a bit pickier almost or just more intentional with like who I was meeting. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah. You live and learn. <laughs> well, and like those are, so it was the same you thing with me. I would say, yeah. oh, I want a relationship. I want to meet someone I like. But I would meet someone where where they would like me or I would yeah. like them. But I would still, I just wasn't actually ready. Yeah. And I didn't really recognize that until after. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's fine too. That was like, they were yeah. all good learning experiences and that was part of it. So I wrote a list of dating boundaries that mm. I had written out for myself before. And I think this is a great list to check over after you've been on a date with someone. To just see to see how, how you actually yeah. feel. Check in with yourself. So I'm going to pop these questions up on our show notes mm. if you check out the page um, on our website after. So dating boundaries. Is he making an effort? Does he make you feel good? Is he being considerate? Does he return your texts? Does he call you? Does he make you feel safe? Does he want a committed relationship? Does he want kids? This is obviously specific too. You can edit it for yourself. Um, Does he have a job? 
Does he <laughs> like his job? Does he make a good living? Is he an adult? And then I have written, hold on. Give him a chance to show you that he's interested. If it's meant to happen, it will happen. Don't prejudge yourself. Let him decide his own thoughts. Don't make up his thoughts for him. What's for you won't go past you. Don't worry if he, quote unquote, gets away or slips Mm -hmm. away or whatever pops into your anxious mind. There is always a next. So it's your choice. And that's the thing. If you don't, if this doesn't work out with this person, someone else always comes along. That's true. Like, um, yeah, this is a reminder, right? There's the rapid river that is life, right? The river keeps going. It never stops. Nothing ever stays the same and nothing ever stops moving. So just like this, there's always going to be another guy, another date, another whatever. So don't ever feel like you have to hang on to anyone. Um, I do also think everyone you date teaches you something. Like you always walk away from a relationship with either more knowledge about yourself or what you want or Maybe you figured out your boundaries. You figured out you all. You are literally always taking away some learnings, and I feel like exactly. it helps you to find the person that's more right for you, like the next time around. And there is always someone new. And try and find peace with like whatever you might have learned from that experience, even mm. if it didn't turn out the way you wanted it to. Know that there was a reason for that. Um, and I've got three more things I think are Ooh. or four more things that are kind <laughs> of three more things. But anyways, <laughs> um, I said don't sleep with him till at least the third date. Mm. I think that's huge. Yeah. I think a lot of people just get drunk think, oh, well, why, why not if I want yeah. to and stuff. But I found like what I've seen with my friends and stuff is like, you, there's no rush. No. Like there actually isn't a rush. And if you are looking for someone serious, like just like with alcohol or sex, like those yeah. are things that you're introducing a whole other dynamic into a very brand new, yeah. like union of relation like it's not a relationship yet but um those things cloud it and they create this whole other it's just like too much to for anyone to deal with for the guy to deal with or for you to deal with that's also why i say don't drink that much because i feel like that's usually what leads to people hooking up on the first date they just get drunk and then (laughs) yeah it's true and then you have different emotions the Mm. day after especially if you've been drinking and then you don't know what's really going on with your cell phone yeah. you can't read yourself properly so you really don't have to ever do anything you don't want to do and if it's going to work out and it's going to happen like you can really you can always wait so if he really likes you he will wait and he will respect that just the same with like don't give them your instagram if you don't yeah. feel comfortable don't you know say what you want and set your boundaries because because yeah. guys actually love that like and you'll know if it's creepy love that or like yeah. respectfully he's a good guy loves that um, make him decide how he feels about you before you are physical. Don't try and convince him mm. or guide him to some kind of like yeah. realization about you. Like make him decide. And I've, I've seen this like with all of my friends with guy mm. stuff too. Like you just, you can't convince a guy. No. And even if you somehow convince him to like you or whatever it is by texting him the perfect thing or, yeah. you know, wearing the right, being the hottest you've ever been or whatever it is, like, if they're not ready they're not ready so like let them come to that conclusion yeah. themselves first make that decision know that it's their decision and then pursue you because they will and everyone will know what it's like to have one person have liked you and what yeah. what that difference is right and that's yeah. what you want that's what you want and you can't make someone do that so they're either going to because they're ready or they're not and it's not about how great or not great you are so just remember that too um and if you feel like you might lose him 
then let him be lost. (laughs) Don't do anything to keep anyone. If you feel like that's a dynamic, run the other way. It never works if you don't let them do the work. No chasing back. And I just think that's so true. And also it's so funny because so many times when in the past for me or for you or whatever, if you're like, oh, I really like this guy, but you know, yeah, you feel like, oh, he's not writing back as much. He's not. Guys always come back to it something different. Oh my God. Like, if you think, you think that something's going to just be one story and then like you'll run into this person two years later and it'll be this whole other thing or or whatever. Or like the guy that I met from Bumble once like four years ago. And then left me a voicemail recently. Oh my god! Or <laughs> like, the, the guy least my likely. first Tinder yeah. non-date, right? Yeah. Who then like grabbed me at the sheep and yeah. Like they always come back. It'll be back. Like don't worry about it. Just like give it time, right? I think it's like, yeah, not knowing that you can't control anything except yourself, and like mm-hmm. not, yeah, just don't don't try and force anything. It'll flow if it flows, and go with it. And I think. Really remember, especially just after like a first date or after the first few dates, check in with yourself and your energy. Like even what you were just saying with your so-called perfect person you met, like, and then it just didn't feel right. Like, mm. see how you feel after the date. Like, are you energized? Are you excited? Are you, or like, are you anxious? Do you have low energy? Like, really check in with how you're feeling because I think a lot of the time you just get caught up in your thoughts around everything yeah. and like, your body actually, will tell you. Yeah, the, the body tells you for sure. Which brings us back to ghosting, right? Ghosting is a thing that everybody talks about. Yeah. We've all been there. We've probably ghosted people ourselves and it. been ghosted yeah. and all of those kinds of things. Um, one of the biggest things that I've realized and learned from that is, again, you just, you never, ever know what's going on in someone else's no. life. You just don't. You don't know what their situation is. You don't know why they went on a date. You don't know what they've been through, what they're thinking, what, you know, you just yeah. don't know. And I've, with certain things that I found when a guy ghosted me um, that I kind of knew, then I found out like half a year later that he was actually still with his girlfriend and they had like been on a break. Like yeah. I've had so many weird things like that or like my friends have too where you go back and you find out from that time period that there was this whole other story going on and you were just one small part of it. Yeah, um, It's hard because I think sometimes in the online dating or just dating in general, like if you feel like you have this strong connection with someone, even if you've only been on a few dates or whatever, you feel like you know them, but you mm-hmm. don't really know them at all yet. <laughs> like you don't have that context of the rest of their life. Like you don't, you just, yeah, you don't know what's going on. And they on might not know themselves either and know no. why they aren't. Actually, one of our guy friends, it's really funny. He is really nice and like enthusiastic and like a great guy and all this stuff. And then he was dating this girl for a while. And when we asked, oh, how did you meet her? Like mm-hmm. when did this like happen and stuff? Um, he was saying, oh, we actually met a year ago, right? Like we met up because he had to drop something off for yeah, a friend with like her. Went or for lunch or something. And then they ended up going for lunch and they had this amazing lunch together and, and she was so cute and it was such a good conversation. And then he said, and then lunch was over. I went back to work and I forgot about it, even though we exchanged <laughs> numbers. And then literally a year later, he was like, oh, yeah, that girl. I wonder what's going on with her. And then he messaged her a year later yeah. and then she lucky for him messaged him back and then they end up seriously dating for like a year or something mm. and knowing him like there was no ill will no malice no, no nothing like literally he just compartmentalized which is much more common with guys and just oh, put yeah. it away and like i know that with my guy friends too like they just forget stuff which <laughs> <laughs> seems so weird but um their brains are just different than ours they work in different ways yeah. and yeah like just don't 
don't take it personally. Don't try and like detective everything of it. Like if you do, like you don't have to just ignore them or play it cool or whatever. Like I've definitely um, followed up with people sometimes if I've been yeah. ghosted and it's usually been fine. Like I feel like they've usually actually just responded and been honest, which I appreciated. Um, but yeah, you never know. Like sometimes they won't respond, sometimes whatever, but just don't, you just don't know if you really need a response yeah. to like, if someone's going to be like that, you probably don't need that person no. in your I life. Mean, they're not ready. They're not like, I think it's yeah. a good idea to set rules for yourself before you start dating and, mm. and write them down and try and stick with it after so that when your, your monkey mind is, has anxiety yeah. or is feeling sad or whatever is from whatever's happened, you can at least go through your own rules and be like, nope, remember like yeah. not writing back someone who doesn't do this or like yeah. blah, blah 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 this like and just like that's a really great way to protect yourself and keep, save your energy so that you can focus on the right person who will be there right because mm. remember you you just need to find one you just need that one person yeah well I did a huge list for myself like recently and kind of just tried to emphasize and remember for myself what I am looking for and like what qualities I want in someone and also just how I want to feel after a date with someone mm-hmm. and like I just it's basically a checklist for myself to look at after my dates and make sure I'm on track and actually <laughs> yeah yeah and it was it's been helpful and then also like create healthy patterns around it so mm. um don't go and message people when you're not in a good mood or no. if you're feeling lonely or any of those things like make sure it's coming from a good place and like when you're not vulnerable and stuff don't try and uh fill other parts of your life yeah with dating apps don't just use it as a distraction i think it's probably even almost better just like set aside like five minutes a day or like something when you do that i haven't necessarily done that all the time but i think that's a healthier way i did it for a while and and i have a friend who she's like a super high exec who like Mm -hmm. does really well everything and she um would be like okay i put in my diary 30 minutes a day on the app and like that's the time that she sets aside for it and then she gets on there and she has all her rules about Mm -hmm. how she goes about it and does it and like if a guy doesn't respond like this then that's it not wasting my time they need to have this this and this and then she just goes through it and she has she's always great at like meeting well it takes a lot of the stress and pressure off of it if you do have those rules and just follow them because then you're not like (laughs) hemming and hawing about well and for our friend who just started dating using dating apps she was like i feel like it's like i'm applying for a job again or Mm. looking for a new roommate or you know and i was like it is that's basically what it is it Mm. is another job that you're taking on which is finding a partner yeah so but it is it is an important one so it should be like yeah you should put some work into and it's not all fun the fun part is like when you actually meet a person who's also ready and wants the same things as you and then you can start having the fun but um (laughs) the dates are just part of it you just have to go and do it we all been there yeah we definitely have okay and yeah what else do we want to talk about anything um oh i was gonna say talk about dating multiple people Mm -hmm. Um, at the same time I feel like for me I haven't done that very often I find usually if I've gone on a few dates with someone and I'm starting to like them then I would just stop using the apps because I I feel like it's hard enough to have the like energy and time for one person (laughs) let alone multiple and like I'd always just end up liking one person more than the other so yeah yeah and I think also that's good then to focus on the quality person that's the one you actually like yeah Okay, so now let's talk about some of the success stories of online dating. There are so many. There are so many. I literally feel like 50% of the people I know or more who are in couples. I think for me it's like 80 to 90. It's maybe like more than that. Yeah, so 
um what some of my best friends from home in canada like one of them i think she was the first one of us to online date and she kind of like hid it from us originally we're like how did you meet your boyfriend and then she met him on tinder <laughs> and then we all kind of made fun of her for for a bit but they've been together for like seven years or something yeah. now lived together all that stuff um one of my other best friends just got married to the guy that she met on bumble it was her first bumble date and they're married now <laughs> and then yeah well, uh, one of our friends here we just went to her wedding back in march was it and I think oh, she yeah. met him on Tinder. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then one it's of my... such a beautiful way. Yeah, it was too. gorgeous. And one of my friends from law school, she stayed in Windsor after we graduated. And she was a bit older than me. So I think at the time she was in her early, mid-30s maybe. And she really wanted to meet someone and have a kid. And she just like stayed in Windsor and was kind of on her own and was on a mission to meet someone. And she, I think she met her husband on Tinder. But they both just really wanted to start a family and like had the same values. And they like just got married and had kids like super quickly and they're still together like living really happily so yeah those are some of my success stories that I know what about you um well my success story which is you. Scott. so Scott was probably like the third person I went out with in the Gold Coast or maybe mm. the fourth person and my other dates weren't awful but they just weren't really much of anything and yeah. i was just trying to like i was in a good space though you were yeah it was a thing i was like ready to i really was looking seriously for someone i knew what i wanted and i had really good vibes like i was yeah. just going in with a clean slate and clear slate and being good at letting things like roll mm. off my back um and then but that being said <laughs> when i had my date with scott planned uh i didn't want to go again right before it and I thought oh I'm just tired and like I just don't know all this kind of stuff Mm. because I wasn't sure about his profile even though I picked it um and then but I was like no I don't want to cancel because I think also there's you know good karma bad karma Mm. good juju and so I went to meet up with him and he had asked me to do something like basically in our first when we were first messaging and asked me um to do something cool too it was like to go to this like festival that was in broad beach yeah uh which i thought was that's nice was like interesting yeah and um so then i went i remember i left our building and then i walked down the street and i saw him at the end of the street on the sidewalk and i just felt relieved when i saw him because i was like okay i just knew we were gonna he was just gonna be fun and we're gonna have a good night and i remember just feeling like so much relief Mm. which is funny (laughs) because sometimes you just you'll see someone and go oh great like what's not because like someone's not good looking or like whatever but just like a vibe or an energy or you just know they're not your person and yeah when I saw him I was like we're gonna have a good time and then yeah and then we ended up walking down the boardwalk by the beach which is like a 20 minute walk to get to like the James Street where Mm -hmm. like all the little pubs and stuff are and we went to this cute little Australian pub and we did drink on this date um (laughs) And, and then we just ended up having like such a fun date that went on for a really long time and it was just light and fun and we danced a bit and we drank and we just talked a lot and he got like the goo goo gaga eyes, which Uh, I just love. You know, when you're like, at first you're like, does he like me? Does it? And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, he definitely likes me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then it was just so sweet. And um, yeah, it was like a pretty innocent date and it was just nice. It was just such good vibes and mm. it was like what I really wanted and needed and I didn't think I didn't think it was going to be anything serious because he wasn't living in the Gold Coast yeah. at the time. And so that was also part of the reason why I wanted to cancel right before when I found that out. Um 
but um he just made such an effort and then the next day because he had to leave on the monday so we had the date on the saturday and then he asked me to do something on the sunday right away after and just not in a creepy way not pushy like everything was just super honest and we ended up because we didn't go to the festival on the night that we had the date so then we took the bicycles we took your bicycle and my bicycle Mm. and then and he was like totally game for it and we were hungover and we rode our bicycles like to broad beach and went to this like country music (laughs) festival and it was just fun it was fun and easygoing and light and just kind of like all the things that you want it to be and then after that he because he said i really want to like i want to move up to the gold coast i've been planning on doing that anyways like i will make an effort like i will come up i can come up most weekends because it was super cheap and super easy Mm pre-covid covid to come um and let's just like see what happens let's like take a chance kind of thing and then he did he did just do yeah. all those things he put in the effort and he i never once didn't get a text from him yeah about the, you know he like would call me every night or text me every night and it was never too much it was just he just put in all the effort like in the right way remember he called you every day when we were at our permaculture yeah we went to a permaculture thing and he called me every day at permaculture to find out what i learned that day and (laughs) i'm like why do you want to know um but yeah he just really made an effort but it was the right balance like because some guys it's like too much yeah yeah. it doesn't it just feels like too much and it didn't feel like too much with him ever i think it should just be easy and flow and you shouldn't have to question it it. like if you're ever questioning it, if they like you then it's that's kind of like they should be showing you that like yeah, yeah and it was just super easy i never had to doubt that um and i really appreciated it too after like playing games with so many people and all those kinds of things there were just no games hmm. and he was just ready that was the thing he was so 100 percent ready to be in a relationship to try yeah. to it's so much of it is timing it's yeah. literally just timing and yeah it was just really beautiful so yeah, as, as Guillermo Story says, it just, you don't need lots, you just need mm-hmm. one. Yeah, and like, I, I'm not in a relationship right now, but I feel like I've had so many wonderful relationships from the apps. Yeah, you have. Like, I really have. Like they've And all you've learned a lot from yeah. each of them, too. Like, that made, they were all really important to you becoming who you are today. For sure. So, yeah, I think it's definitely worth it to go on it. Um, I'm actually on a hiatus right now, because I went on for a bit, but I just wasn't meeting anyone really or having great conversations and the gold coast is kind of small so i feel like i just swiped through everyone already but um it's also like yeah take a break when you need to like like alex said she had really good energy when she first when we first moved here and sometimes you go through those phases where you have the good energy and you feel like you can like date a lot and take on those and take that on and like you just have the vibe and it's like great and it's fun and then other times nothing's going your way in in on that don't punish yourself and and force yourself to do it if you're in that it's good to just refresh sometimes if you want to like just just tune into yourself and and yeah trust your gut but yeah i feel like the apps can lead to love (laughs) exactly don't blame the apps no (laughs) what is it don't hate the play i hate hate the the game game. (laughs) (laughs) anyways guys um good luck with your dating i hope everyone's going on cute fall dates now but we'll see um yeah and just you know it's just part of the process everyone's got to do it so just get it done yeah
So this one was a big one, and I don't think we have time for a woo-woo right now, but we do have the full moon coming up the next week. The High Tide week. podcast is yeah. next week, so stay tuned for all of the woo-woo yeah, and that. Yeah, it'll be your dose. Um, and in the meantime, remember... Live a life that, that is true to you. Live free. Live tenfold. And please remember to rate the podcast on Apple, follow us on Spotify, follow our Instagram, Facebook, just get amongst it. (laughs) Exactly. Let's be tenfold together. Woo!